When you practice gratefulness, there is a sense of respect towards others. Dalai Lama. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. Hi, I'm Cherok. I try to avoid the heads of our village. My, my name is Tidius. Standing before you is a uh, seven-foot-tall centaur with a mane and a very strong upper body. It's time to go back to Wesloth with leaders and legacies. Joining us this week are Sanjay, yes, Sanjay, Justin, Chris, Rachel, George, Seth, and DM Dave himself, Dave Rockwell. With that, I guess let's uh, roll in. Um, uh, anybody want to give us a recap real quick of where they they remember we left off? I know where I think you left off, but you may have a different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like I'm remembering certain things. Like one of the things, you know, editing a recent episode, I discovered is like, oh yeah, the halflings did say, yeah, we'll see about that. Which now I have to figure out what that was. <laughs> we'll see about. Yeah, I knew at the time, yeah, but I'd forgotten about that till I was editing it. So, uh, um, yeah, you guys can sometimes you know, kick loose memories of, of threads that uh, I've left. Um, wide How open. far back would you like to go? Oh, I think just, you know, like you guys had already d destroyed the altar once. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had destroyed the altar once. And I then all. Oh, no, no, we, I'm getting there. After we destroyed the altar the first time, we all retreated back into the cave, kind of sat around, pout around for a little bit, uh, at which point Cherok Scout had left the cave and gone back out and noticed a whole bunch of hubbub and actions and everything going around, including a large body being dragged into the altar area and hearing that the event was to take place tonight at midnight. Uh, so under the time crunch, the group decided to make another escapade outside to see if we could mess with their plans in any way. Uh, and we snuck up and realized that the large body was actually the dragon Valina. Um, we decided to, again, divide and conquer. So as like all great teams in D&D, we split the party, uh, sending half the group one way to set fire to the campsite and cause chaos and uh, create a distraction while Karak, Fezzik, and Corin snuck back into the temple, uh, with Karak and uh, Fezzik sitting at the edge of the temple, ready to cause a distraction for Corin. Corin snuck down uh, to the base of the altar where we found Valinox chained up. Corin uh, proceeded to polymorph Valinox into a small mammal. I believe it was a badger, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then Corin, in a moment of panic realizing he had to get Valinox out of there quickly, uh, polymorphed himself, or sorry, shape-changed himself into a great eagle and grabbed Valinox the badger and hauled tail out into the skyline, leaving both Fezzik and Shurok at the edge of the temple. Uh, by the way, yeah, I felt a little guilty about that. My apologies. Um, while this was happening, Stanton, Thandor, 
and our friendly centaur decided to wander north to the tents and proceed to start setting fire to everything all over again, sending the flame spirit and a couple other fun spells to cause a little chaos. Um, Meanwhile, they were doing this, the guards started noticing the giant eagle flying away with the badger and tried to take a couple shots at him, uh, but none hit. Um, shortly thereafter, they all retreated from the tents after causing their fair amount of chaos. Uh, Tarok and Fezzik, uh, using as many long-range spells as they could, bombarded the altar a little bit to cause a little more damage to it, uh, and then stealthed away back to the entrance to the cave. Uh, they all retreated back to Cherok study, uh, the gate room in the bottom of uh, the Petros temple, uh, while Corrin flew to the far side of the mountain with said Dalinox badger, um, flew into the entrance, got the kobolds to escort him back down to the gate room, uh, and we released the polymorph, killed Dalinox, uh, who returned back to his normal elven size because well, frankly, if he'd gone back to dragon form, Corn would have had a little bit of an issue because very tiny room, big dragon. Yeah, he wouldn't have fit down the down the tunnels. <laughs> so. Yeah, thankfully, he when he flipped back to his normal size, he, you know, flipped back to his elven form. Um, we have yet to introduce him as Valinox to Cherok. So as far as Cherok knows, he was a shape-shifted dragon of some kind. Um, who is he now... Does know, he does know what Valinox looks like, though, so... Okay, so then Cherok might already have figured it out. We awesome. never got that far. You know, it, we'll have to ask Cherok. <laughs> okay. Which, in-game, we'll save it, save it. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, and as far as what happened after that, um, we sat around the room and tried to bring Dalinux up to speed as he came to consciousness. All right, that sounds like a good place to start. Um, so I, I think you know, we, we do have, like, a, yeah, so there's the evening preparations that are happening outside. Have you guys, I guess, been resting to try to recover spells, that kind of thing? Yeah. I see some heads nodding. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess as you're getting towards the end of that rest period, it's yeah, probably late afternoon. Yeah, you can smell the smells of uh, like dinner being prepared. Definitely not as high quality of food as Stanton. It is very pleasing to the smell. So there are lots of cobalt biscuits and uh, you know, probably what smells like, uh, you know, you've either got your choice, I believe, of like like a cold chicken um, in a gravy or, um, yeah, um, yeah. Sanjay, you'll have to help me. What would be the awesome, you know, vegetarian <laughs> or vegan option uh, yeah, to go with it with a, 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 a vegan or vegetarian biscuit? Oh, just uh, it, it, butter or eggs. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a... I'm not vegan, so. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll find out from my 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 friend, you know, Doug, <laughs> what what that is, and you know, insert that in in, uh, or maybe I'll get you to record it. Or just jelly, <laughs> veggie, veggie, momo. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, something in a in a, chutney, a mango chutney sauce that uh, you you know, could be vegan. <laughs> would have to take. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, but the, whatever the food is, like there's all kinds of options, and there's uh, plenty. Um, yeah, at least for now, because yeah, the city, while it's it kind of cut off, isn't uh, completely without without resources. Because yeah, as, you know, uh, people answered the call to come in. Yeah, they they brought supplies with them as well, knowing they were there. Um, so yeah, assume that you guys got a, uh, a at least a short rest. You know, if you need a long rest. 
you probably went and sacked out immediately. <laughs> um, at some point, you know, you hear, it's not really a commotion, but the, when you're in a big, large crowded room and you kind of hear somebody looking for somebody, you can kind of, you know, hear people, oh, you know, ask so-and-so, and it's kind of spreading across the room. Um, you know, Stanton, you feel like eyes are turning towards you. And, uh, you know, you see um, uh, Nandu, our buddy Nandu. <laughs> uh, for those of you who aren't in our other games, Nandu you know, reappears everywhere to George George's frustration. <laughs> we keep giving you random name generators, for goodness sakes. All right. Yeah, but George, yeah, at this point, yeah, it's, it's more just to have fun with you. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Name. So, yeah, Nandu is walking over and, uh, um, yeah, uh, he says, uh, uh, may Nandu interrupt? Go ahead. Um, there is, uh, outside the, uh, open, you know, gate up top, you know, uh, yeah, where you came in the first time, uh, a, uh, halfling with an escort, uh, that says they would like to talk to you. They, how uh, many, how many people in their escort? Uh, 12. Then I need 12 people to come with me. So let's find... Let's find 12 people. All right. Uh, would you like Gary? And uh, yeah, I think Kronk's dead. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to remember the one who lived. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but, yeah, well. I, I collect the rest of the party and okay. enough people to get enough people to give us 12 people and me, you know. Right, you've got five. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And two more to be traded. will come with us. Right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And then two more to be uh, named in a trade later. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> be, be, I, I, I was basically clearly, you know, match number for number, strength for strength. And we, we follow Nandu. All right. Nandu's like, yeah. Uh, why don't you take the two here? They're wearing red, red tabards. And, uh, In, interesting. Okay, red red is one of the colors associated with our with our clan. Okay, very good. Yes, and uh, yeah, yeah, it will not affect their chances to live or die at all. Um, Let's hear what they have to say first before we worry about that. Thank you. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, you can tell he's very nervous that yeah, you know, this was not a move that uh, Nandu saw coming. So yeah, after about you know, 10 or 15 minutes of making your way up the corridor, um, you eventually uh, you know, get back to the room that the fans will all know as the Nandorium, which is just that office space that you all you know, chatted with him before he allowed you to go down you know, the first time. And you know, a few minutes later, you find yourself out the front gate. Um, you know, Stanton, you, know, you see that the, uh, the, 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 the individual you know, you know, standing in the center of you know, the semicircle of uh you know warriors you know, half leg warriors yeah you know, is is your brother uh trenton he's you know kind of you know waiting for you to engage he's got his kind of his hands on his hip and you know um he wants to be addressed first you can see he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder do i recognize any of the uh halfling warriors accompanying him yeah give me a roll see uh, the you know, uh, history check I figure if this is going to be one of these family meetings so to speak i would know most of the retainers 
How about a 14? What does a 14 tell me? It, with a 14, um, the, the couple that you recognize were there when you, you know, basically turned over the, the kingdom to your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know them to not necessarily be fans of yours because they thought that they would be following you and that, uh, you know, that their loyalties now have fully, you know, you, you, you would know from seeing them that their loyalties have fully moved over to the brother because they were all about kingdom rather than, um, you know, the, the person. All right. So in one sense, I'm, I'm definitely walking into an environment that is hostile, hostile <laughs> to be polite. Hey. To, yeah, yeah, or, or well, not necessarily hostile. Um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, they yeah, they will side with your brother no matter what because it is is definitely country over. Um, yeah, the yeah, even if the wrong choices are being made, they will follow the, their leader. Which sounds like so much of modern society right now, but that's a whole different podcast. Okay, right. um, I look at I, I basically I'm looking to try and engage eye contact with the whole group before I look at my brother and clearly if if he's looking like he wants me to speak first figure this is going to be his little moment I simply look at him and go yes I'm disappointed to find you here I thought I would find you um, at your home when I came this way but you were gone Explain your actions, leaving the kingdom without sending word. Interesting. In my case, I was acting in my responsibility to defend the march and engaged in several battles with very evil creatures, all of whom we traced to this event and this place, and we're in the process of ridding them so we can all live at peace. Did you not uh, think that uh, I should be consulted or even told of what you thought was happening? That uh, maybe I would have answers for you that you did not have? So after a long pause, I looked and said, I did what I had to do, and I'm doing what I have to do to protect our land, our families, and, and the rest of us that care about the success of good over evil. It's the job I'm here to do. That is what uh, I believe I am doing. I have made treaties to protect our people and that the events that unfold here, um, you know, based on, you know, those treaties will, you know, protect us from anything that, you know, that happens because of that. Treaties with whom? There are certain celestials that I have made agreements with. You may know at least the one as Talgon. My, one of my eyebrows goes up in the sense of puzzlement. And I'm sure without even looking at the, the rest of the party, they are immediately chilled to the bone or ready to throw down and fight hearing that. And I'm trying to be as diplomatic as possible and say. So Corrin's gonna lean into Fezzik. So get, let me get this straight. Whomever Stanton is talking to is dumb enough to try and make a treaty with Talgon. And we're supposed to care what he thinks? It sounds that way. Who is this moron? I kind of look back after hearing the conversation and basically say, uh, this is my brother Trenton, who is the current king and I think he's trying to justify 
what he thinks he did is the right thing. And I look back at my brother. I'm not justifying thinking about doing the right thing. I am doing the right thing. You have involved yourself without consultation in matters that you know little of. And uh, yeah, I, I wish that you had consulted me first. Had you wished to be making these decisions, you should have kept the job I currently occupy um, when you had the opportunity. But you chose to run off with, with the girl. Oh, it's the girl now. No, oh, those are your words, my brother. Yeah, yeah. You know I thought the world of her as well. You thought the world of her, you wouldn't have referred to her as the girl, he says under his breath. Uh, again, your words. We were younger and yeah, used a different vocabulary. And, you know, do keep in mind that history and uh, memory you know, kind of sometimes alter things. So, you know, he may have just a misperception of, of those events um, that differs very much from yours um, based on, you know, just you know, memory changes over time. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, you came here looking, looking to talk. What do you want to say? Have a sense that uh, you have been interfering with events that are you know, transpiring up here the last two days. Um, yeah, I get that sense because uh, you have uh, placed one of my youngest citizens in great peril. And uh, thankfully, he has uh, been returned to the safety of our group. And at that point, he you know, leans over to you know, um, you know, what is definitely everyone would perceive to be his number two um, in command here. And you know, from behind you know, a, another guard, you know, he, with his hands on his shoulders, you know, uh, you know, presents Anton. You know, I would think of you uh, much more highly that, uh, yeah, that uh, you would not risk your own children coming out here into the uh, wilds. He also seemed to be very surprised that uh, he was royalty when I told him. Because he kept asking why everyone was being so deferential to me. Um, you know, he was very lucky to have been caught by our guards rather than some of the other armies out here. And we are only here to, uh, you know, see to it that the treaty is upheld and that you know, whatever they bring through that gate does not uh, endanger or imperil our lands. Hey, Fezzik, do you think we can get anything of what he's smoking? Because it sounds like it would really go well in the grove. Could be amazing. Absolutely. And I'm not bothering to be quiet enough that he can't hear me, Dave. We could, we could all think we're big and all powerful. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Stanton, your your friends are quite rude. Do they uh, not know who I am? No, actually, I don't. Ah, oh, good. Um, yeah, you're in uh, gnome form, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my young gnome friend. I am uh, King Trenton of the uh, of the Halfling Kingdom. Um, you know, uh, uh, I'm uh, yeah, pleased to meet you. What what is your name? Corin Thunderfoot of the uh, Forest Kingdom. 
Very good. Uh, you know, all of George's creatures are welcome in this world. So why are you trying to invite things that aren't George's creatures to this world? I'm doing it to protect George's, you know, uh, you know halfling people. Um, you know, their other governments have had their choices and their chances to protect themselves as well. So, so wait a minute. All right, I, I'm sorry. Stanton, I, if I'm being rude, just, you know, stop me. Okay, well, don't stop me because you probably won't be up there. Um, explain this one to me. You're letting a creature go around who wants to bring evil into this world. Evil that, you know, really doesn't care about treaties or borders or boundaries or who it eats. And you think that some piece of paper that you signed with some celestial who's already done dark deeds that we've witnessed really is going to protect you? To my understanding, he is trying to bring someone through that, uh, you know, while you know, will help him aid in remaking and reshaping the land. Um, in yeah, who? What we both understand to be George's will, you know, even though George has chosen not to intervene in a long time. So, so wait a wait, wait a second. You're you're a follower of George, right? That's a more of a question, I think, for George. George, yeah, are, is your family follows, followers of? Uh, well, George? no, I mean, George. George's faith is irrelevant. The question is towards Trenton. Is Trenton a follower of George, a believer in George? I'm channeling my inner son right now, Dave. You're just going to have to go with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, George is one of many of the deities that we follow. But do you believe in her? Do you truly believe in her teaching? So, yeah, while he says yes, you get the feeling that Trenton believes in Trenton's uh, 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 you know, uh, presence and so, more, more. Okay, so keeping in mind that Corrin is now addressing the entire group, not just Trenton. Right. So wait a minute. If you're a follower of Jord, and I'm also kind of looking at the ground in front of me, or staring at the ground in front of me, um, if you're a follower of Jord, and Jord sacrificed her greatest angel to seal this gateway, why would you go against Jord's will in the sealing of the gateway? Why would you unravel what she fought so hard and sacrificed so much for? Now, I've asked this question to everybody on our travels. Nobody can give me a solid answer. You're a kingly person. You are somebody who sees beyond what us little common plebes should be able to see and know. And you've got wisdom beyond everything. You're dressing down the most wise person that I've ever met who's standing somewhere over there. I, I stand, right. where are you? Okay, there yeah, you're right somewhere there. over there. You're, you're, you're dressed incorrectly, yeah. All right. So you've got the knowledge. Can you answer this question for me? If you can give me an answer, then we'll stand with you. Why sacrifice all of her angels to seal these gates and then wish us to undo that sacrifice and let her angels sacrifice be in vain? What could a god want with that? So let me put it to you in this context, and uh, you know, you may be able to understand it in the, uh, the the power differential between myself 
and my my my, my brother Stanton. Um, do you? Eh, how, how do you think I feel about Stanton's having, you know, rejected everything that, uh, you know, that he, you know, held dear for a different ideal? To go off and, you know, uh, be the ward of a minor thing when he could have, you know, had an impact on a much, much larger world. Well, if you want the honest opinion, the older son steps down, you get to take the throne. I I would think you'd be happy with that, but I was, but I was, you know, not necessarily happy for him. I do not, you know, these duties are very important and very serious to me. But uh, yeah, I do see it as a little bit of a betrayal to the kingdom that he just threw it away so casually. Okay, but he's out here protecting the kingdom to follow George's will. So if you, if you are following a faith, and I don't 100% subscribe to the faith, I'll admit that. But my friend Thandor, Thandor, where, where are you? Um, he's somewhere behind me. Um, my friend I'm Thandor, in front of you. There, I'm right here. Right there. All right, so I'm pointing at Thandor now. Um, Thandor preaches her will. He travels the land and preaches her will. And from what Stanton has showed me of the Lord of the... Northern March, Southern March. Yes, whatever. Yeah. Northern, Northern. Yeah. <laughs> lord of the Northern March, my Lord. Um, he, his job is to protect the land, but now you're telling him he can't protect the land? I'm telling him he should have been protecting it in concert with you know, the others of his community, which includes- He is, we're me. all here. Where were you? You know, you Every other, all the other druids of the circle were up there at the orc temple that we were fighting to maintain and save. You were the only one missing. All right. So at this point, Corin, <laughs> you know, he's looking at you. And now, since you pointed Corin out, you know, or not Corin, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you know, tornado. <laughs> he pointed tornado out. Um, yeah, you, know, you know, he he turns towards tornado, and you know, tornado, um, is Jord unfallible? I have a question for you first. <laughs> I walked into it. Uh, <laughs> yup. Go ahead. As king, what is your dominion? Could you clarify that for me? Are you talking about uh, the lands I hold or the laws that I use to govern those? Yes. Yes, to both. Well, you know, uh, my... Yeah. And he points over towards the 12th guy. Yeah. Uh, at some point, if uh, things work out your way, uh, Thad over here will provide you with a uh, map of the territories. But the laws are very clear that, um, you know, that uh, I am to protect the realms, you know, in any ways that I see fit, you know, that, uh, you know, that protect the lives of the citizenry and, you know, that, uh, you know, that, uh, shall we say, defend the lands themselves, both in a magical and natural you know, sense. Do all the creatures of Jor consent to this? I have not tallied each one. Are you talking about some sort of uh, system where everyone has an equal vote or say? Well, why couldn't I say that I'm the king of the North and everybody must follow under my 
Dominion. Do you know how being a king works? It's not like there's ladies in lakes flinging things at people. Um, or, um, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, competitions where just the winner wins. Yeah, you know, this is yeah. It it it's family heritage. Those things are important. Yeah, you know, we were chosen by the gods to do so. I do not remember your name ever in the scriptures of Jord. That 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 is true. That uh, we yeah you know, we are not in the scriptures themselves. The scriptures focus on that which is religious, not that which is you know of the world you know george has or george george and george george has has you know, provided our family the opportunity to lead through you know being able to help people through you know hard times through battles and incursions of orcs goblins um you know other armies from you know yeah the 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 once you know even the humans attacked at one point but the, so yeah. where were you when Fezzik's village was destroyed by creatures of evil? I, I do not know Fezzik. Um, who is this? This is my friend Fezzik. Is he? He lost, her, he lost his family. Fezzik, where are you from? Further south. That is not part of, as uh, your friend Thandor points out, my dominion. I am sorry that we were unable to be there for you and assist your community. Somehow I suspect you wouldn't have been there anyway. All right, so that brings back another question for me. You say your treaties are only to protect your kingdom, but that yet you're apologizing and you want to be able to support and help Fezzik's village after it's being attacked. Those are two contradictory points. Because when you let these dark creatures into the realm, they're going to go eat people like Fezzik and I. I don't believe I actually said you know, what you just you know, claimed that I said. What I said was that you know, they're too far south, um, outside of my domain. But they are George's creatures. You know, I have been given to tend to my people in my kingdom. The, you know, the kingdom so you are, your treaties are for your people and not for George's people. I would uh, argue that uh, yeah, that uh, I am hopefully doing the will of the gods, but this returns us to the question I was going to ask you, my friend Thandor, um, if I may call you that um, in a tentative and loose sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess with uh, aspirational friendship, I would ask you the question of, is George uh, infallible? Yes. Really? You do not think that it would be a mistake to throw away your 12 most important protectors to seal off the world um, from a, 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 a threat that no one knows if it was real. I see. But if Jor, if they were Jord's protectors, isn't wasn't she convinced they were real? She was, and you know, they were if they would not have been dedicated, but... Uh, Talgon and several others that uh, used to be close to Jord feel differently about how that played out. Feel that their family members were duped and uh, yeah, that threw away their lives for nothing. You are, you are talking celestial terms and only words that humans can speak. You do not truly understand the celestials, nor do I. Yes, the thing I know is that you know I must do everything I can to protect my people, 
and I do not believe that uh, what is coming, I can protect them from in any other way than to have assured their protection with treaties and politics. So you look for a short-term solution and not the long-term viability of your kingdom? The short-term viability of my kingdom would not be ensured should I have not made these agreements. So you would rather see the world burn? No, well, I would not, but, you know, I... But you're fine with seeing my village burn. And mine. (laughs) And my grove. That is not my wish. Well, you're... But you're endorsing it. You're right here outside my village with an army. Well, technically, we're a small contingent. The army is ghouls, giants, um... uh, yeah, apparently some vampiric priests. Yes, a very unsavory lot. I I, I do agree, but uh, well, um, you're uh, allied with them. Everybody, roll perception. Do I get advantage because I know my brother? Yeah. Matt, 20, 28. 15. Yeah, George, George, to answer your question, yes, you do uh, have advantage. Natural yeah. twenty. Well, that would give me. 24. Okay, yeah. So anybody who got over 20, one of the things that you can see that there, there's a, a almost a hint of desperation. The people he's talking about protecting, much in the same way that he's threatening you with Anton's safety. Um, you know, you, you know, especially you, Stanton, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, Corn. Uh, yeah, get the sense that yeah, Talgon has in his service people that pretend to be other people, and that not everyone here, um, yeah, with yeah, with your perception rolls, you do think Trenton is Trenton. That you know, not everyone here is who they say they are, and that yeah, you know, that uh, people may be being held elsewhere. Yeah, there's almost like kind of a, like a yeah, as he's trying to process this, yeah, you know, he's got his cool demeanor up at a level ten, yeah, but just above that is that fear factor of, you know, like you guys are putting me in a bad situation and I have to figure out how to talk my way out of it or people I care about are going to be hurt before, you know, the other people I care about. I want to use detect thought on him and go telepathic with the rest of my conversations and as I back up behind Stanton. All right, what's what's the con roll he needs to make? It's wisdom 16. All right, well, with the four, he fails. <laughs> All right, so project the initial thought. Okay, you can talk freely now. Here's your chance. I can relay any message you give me back to the rest of the group. Who in your group right now is the problem? All of them. Who are they holding? my family if we deal with them now can we get your family out no if we fake your death can we get your family out at this point he you know says something to someone to kind of you know look like he's continuing to kind of, you know it's not like he, he's trying not to look like he's just kind of thinking in his yeah. head <laughs> yep um, to yep. talk so he pauses and he's like the way you can help me the most would be to retreat now and convey this information to the others. 
All right. Um, I will redirect um, my connection to Stanton um, as I'm kind of like taking up my space behind Fezzik. He's asking us to step out. The entire party he is with are hidden, shape-shifted creatures that are not on his side. His family is captured and imprisoned or under the knife. I I messaged back in, in, you know, the same connection here, including my son. Uh, He did not specify Anton, but we can hunt him down. Kind of relay is Anton. I'll I'll ask him directly. Is Anton also captured? Anton is, for all intents and purposes, in my control. I will do everything I can to protect him. Um, But uh, yeah, he is not currently being threatened by the people that are threatening my family directly. Can you put Anton someplace where I can retrieve him? I'm not positive about that, but uh, if you message him that he should escape, I think he would be able to do so on his own. All right. And at this point, he you know continues to have a conversation. In fact, Stanton, he you know Please. says you know says to you out loud, uh, "Are you going to join me, or will you retreat?" Was that your sole purpose in calling us out here? I wanted you to know the current status of the situation. I think you have the full of it now. So, you know, as your king, I would ask you to do um, as I ask. But I know you are, uh, you know, um, as family, um, that you are free to make your own choices. I have a responsibility to the ward of the Northern Marches to protect it, continue to protect it from the evil that we are engaged in. If you believe I'm wrong, and it's smart that the best thing you can do, since you have him already, is to take care of my son. You have my word that, uh, you know, he will be as safe as I can make him. Well, then hopefully we'll see you in happier times. And at this point, I turn and let the, we, we, my group of 12 leave. Right. I'm sorry that we part under these circumstances, but uh, may we see better days when this is over. As we're walking away, Corrin is just going to like continue on as leaning into Fezzik going, this guy's really nuts. How did he can't let him take the kingship as we're passing out of earshot? Because he's bully. <laughs> he's a big meanie. Before I get out of visual range of Anton, I will send him the message that he needs to escape and meet me at a specific location outside of the caves, and I will get him in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would he would know where you know he went in with Sanjay, and it's very near where the uh, um, halfling camp is. So you know, you know, he he messages back. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'll go nuts. And you take that as an affirmative. <laughs> Got it. All right, I'll meet you at the gateway. Or I'll meet you at the... Yeah, you'll meet meet me there. The other thing is he's like, I'm only pretending to be a prisoner. Good call. I, uh... And and as we move out of earshot of the uh, collective Trent group, I basically whisper to Gorn, thank you. No problem. 
because that conversation was going to go a lot differently if I didn't have that information you gave me. I had a feeling we were about to throw down. Oh, no, we what's were. Ev what's everyone talking about? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are moving down the tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to fill everybody in on my conversation with uh, Tratton. Because I think Chirac was a little puzzled as to how things what? confused a bit. <laughs> were you talking to him when I was giving my speech on George Will? Yeah, uh, it, uh, it, 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 the speech deserves some podcast, folks. So it's okay. Actually, he told me to be quiet so he could focus on what you were telling him, Pandor. Great. You're good. Um, no, no, this happened after. Um, but it sounds like we have a problem on multiple fronts, because if only a faction of the halflings are here. But also, didn't, Cherk, didn't you say that... Um, some of your guys said that the halflings were threatening the leadership, so maybe the ha whoever is masquerading as the halflings aren't actually on the side of Talgon, or aren't not completely on the side of Talgon. So, Jarek, what you would remember is you heard the phrase, we'll see about that, said very angrily, um, and uh, you know, that a halfling rode away. Uh, yeah, it, it it just sounds like there's some division with the halflings. Uh, the, that's what we, that's what my scouts found. Yeah, roll me an insight real quick too, Cherik. Thirteen. So yeah, with your thirteen, one of the things now that you know that uh, many of the halflings are shapeshifters or people that are in disguise as halflings um is that uh, yeah that, that conversation makes much more sense that that you know, whoever that was may not have been representing you know the interests of the halflings that it could have been you know yeah. um, someone else that uh, you know was a servant right. of it, um, it looked Talgon. definitely like someone was uh, not agreeing with the with what decisions were being made and so what do you want to do stan What do we I, do? I think you've done the right thing. It's get let's uh in one small sense, Trenton has more or less dug the hole he's put himself in. We can pull him out later, but if you can find a way to get Anton safe, we'll focus on that and we'll focus on the, the rest of the problems at hand. And I'm fairly certain that my the problems with my people will take care of itself after that. Okay. So yeah, as you get closer and closer to the the temple, you know, you've made your way down through. You, you know, begin to smell that food again. It's smelling pretty awesome. Um, Oren, when did you, you know, um, let uh, you know uh, Anton know that you were going to meet up? Because remember, you do have a midnight deadline <laughs> coming up. Uh, the evening, so I would have turned back around and head down the tunnel and met him like right at the the gate so i would be waiting there for as soon as he can get there that way i can do a quick sweep make sure he is who he says he is and then bring him in 
would you go would you take the whole group with you or would you for speed you know probably go animal form and scurry out to to, to, I, to, to I, gather them in i'd have a few of my scouts down there at the entrance anyway so. and it actually make no sense for me to go because at this point if if they realized he was missing they'd be looking for me so i would probably go animal okay. form and grab fezzik and the two of us would run down it makes the most sense Okay, yep. So yeah, you get down there, you find um, Cherek's guards um, in place, and uh, you know, as you arrive, one of them hands you a note. I will take it and read it. Okay, so so yeah, Fezzik, what you read is, I told you I was okay, it, you know, period. Corin, thanks for looking after me, period. Uh, you know, and he actually wrote the word ah. I'm gathering my army. We will be prepared to strike before midnight. Look for us at the gateway. And it was it's signed hugs and kisses. Let's get nuts, comma, General Anton. That's his second reference to nuts. Oren, this does not look good. At all. Anton is back to his usual antics. Yup. We should probably go tell everybody else because um this could be a problem. Today we open with a quote from the Dalai Lama. When you practice gratefulness, there is a sense of respect towards others. One of the things that Thanksgiving reminds us to do and hopefully sets us up to do throughout all of the entire end of year holiday season is to be grateful for the things that we have and to use that to help and improve the communities in which we live. One of the ways we can continue to show our gratefulness over the next month and actually all throughout the year is to make sure that we're supporting our local food banks. We here at Leaders and Legacies wish to thank you for yet another great year of listening to the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you have enjoyed what you heard, one of the things that you can do is support us by giving us a review on your favorite podcatching platform, whether that be Apple. Podchaser, or even Spotify. Also, you can support us by visiting our Patreon at Patreon slash Leaders and Legacies, or checking out our website, leadersandlegacies.com. You can also check out our Tee Public Store, which you know, has sales going on throughout the holiday season, where you can get anywhere from 20 to 40% off all of the merch that's available there, and including those from other vendors as well. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, legal disclaimer. We are not in any way, shape, or form associated with the Boy Scouts of America or the Wizards of the Coast, but we do highly recommend that you do get involved with both organizations because they'll put a lot more fun and greatness into your life. All our music is from soundstripe.com, as well as additional photos from shutterstock.com. 
Original art is by Catherine Evans for our logo, and the Gateway of the Gods was done by Light Crush, or Jenna Vincent, out of Australia. If you wish to join me in a game of Dungeons & Dragons, please check out my Start Playing Dot Games accounts where you can sign up to play in any of my one-shots or campaigns coming up in 2023 as well as all throughout the holiday season of 2022. Uh, did want to give a shout out to a few folks, Steve Geis of course for our continued support from Steve. Um, I believe actually if you check out a recent episode, the Schutzes, both uh, Andrea and David. Also like to give a shout out to my nephew Nick and his roommate Adam. You guys were awesome to play with, so uh, look forward to playing with you guys in the future. And never forget to remember... You are, you are talking celestial terms and only words that humans can speak. You do not truly understand the celestials, nor do I.